cool. Hey, top of the morning to you. Welcome to the kitchen table. My name is Michael, and we are at the kitchen table, FBTV Radio. We have been getting together every Monday through Friday morning, 8 a.m., and fixing the entire world, but starting tomorrow, we're moving. We are changing time slots instead of 8 a.m. tomorrow. We will air at 9 a.m., 9 o'clock, Central Time. Anytime I'm talking about time, it's Central. That would be, uh, what, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific, 8 a.m. Mountain. (laughs) No, I was talking about when we... uh, first signed on here while the music was playing uh, put a new doorbell on my front door yesterday and it's one of those doorbells that uh, you know has the video and uh, all that night vision it's pretty cool pretty cool I've, uh, it's got that motion detector, you know, so if somebody walks up to your door, but a problem I'm having with it is, uh, somebody drives by, it tells me, hey, you know, motion at your front door, well, yeah, it's a car, so I can block it out, but, you know, I thought, it it lets you, you know, kind of block out things where you may be getting unwanted motion and it's picking it up, so it kind of blocks that area out. But it's not transparent. It's it's a black bar. It, you know, it's a black bar. So if you block it out, you don't see anything in that area. And I don't get that. Well, I don't understand why they couldn't just, uh, you know, make it transparent or whatever. But anyway, I'm looking right now. I, I'm in the studio. FBTV Radio. We're here at the kitchen table. And I am looking out my front door in my neighborhood. If anybody was to walk up to my front door right now, I am here. Now, this is the other neat thing about this is uh, somebody walks up, I can push a button, and they can hear me. So I guess uh, (laughs) if we wanted to, the kitchen table... Besides being on FBTV Radio, if I push this button right here, we would be broadcasting at my front door. (laughs) Obviously not going to do that. But it would be pretty cool if somebody walked up right now. Freak them out. Boy, this could be fun on Halloween, couldn't it? But anyway, enough of that. I tell you one thing, it it was a booger getting hooked up. It was easy to get hooked up, just hard to get it connected to my phone. It, it it kept acting strange, and I'll be honest with you, I was about ready to take it down and send it back. And all of a sudden, it started working. I don't know. I don't know why. I didn't do anything. It just did it on its own. But anyway, thought I would share that with you. This is uh, FBTV Radio. If you want to see more about FBTV Radio, you can find us at FreightBrokerTV.com. Yes, we do TV, too. On our TV, it's uh, broadcasting 24-7. You'll see it there, FreightBrokerTV.com. And, of course, FBTV Radio, broadcasting 24-7. And if you go to FreightBrokerTV.com, you'll see what I'm talking about there. On the right column, it says FBTV Radio. There's a player right there. You can download the app. That app is for an iPhone. Now, if you download that app, you've got to add our stream. The stream URL. It's right below where it says uh, Live Internet Radio Tuner. But anyway, that's our stream. I think you can even copy and paste that in your browser. Then it will work, too. So keep that in mind. But, uh, yeah, if you got questions, comments, messages, anything you want to share, any questions you want to ask. Matter of fact, we are, we are going to uh, start playing games here today. 
I guess we can get start this right now. Question of the day. Now, I, I'm not going to give you an answer till. Uh, well, maybe I answer give the the answer tomorrow. That will give you time to respond. Because some people are going to be hearing this as a read broadcast later today on FBTV Radio. Others are going to hear it in the podcast version of it. Podcast version is a little bit shorter, but all the same, excellent content. <laughs> oh, before we go any further, we got to announce this. The McRib is officially back today. If we had sirens, we'd be playing sirens. I wonder if that guy on YouTube... What's his name? Oh, he's got a big following. He does the uh, reviews for the fast, well, restaurant reviews, usually fast food. I'd almost bet you a nickel to a donut here in the next 24, 48 hours, there will be a McRib on his channel. I like the kid. Yeah, you know, if you ever seen him, he just... He's so what, 1920-ish, 1930-ish, somewhere around there, and can't be, he's in his 20s, but boy, he just plays that part so well, and I can see why he's got such a big following. And another reason I like him, he has a shortwave radio show. Can you believe that? Isn't that cool? <laughs> you know, I, I mean, he's into radio, and I, I get that. That's pretty cool. Anyway, McRib is back. You can get McRib today. They got some type of promotion going on. Didn't make sense to me shaving or something like that. They're giving away ten thousand free McRibs. But uh, I, I never now, now. Granted, when the McRib McRib first came out, okay, it, it was a thing. You know, when he got it, okay, this is pretty good. But they took a piece of meat, and it's it's it's. Uh, they use the same process, I'm pretty sure, to make their chicken nuggets, you know. They take all the scraps they can find, put it in this mold, and pressure it together. So it comes out looking like a, a rack of ribs, a miniature rack of ribs, but there's no bone in it. That always kind of weirded me out. And the reason it did was because it just made it more, it was just more obvious that, hey, this might be pork, but there's no guarantee it's rib meat. You know, just like in the chicken. They can say all they want to. But, you know, it, that, that chicken McNugget, the McRib, that kind of stuff, it looks like that pressed plywood, you know, you can get at the store or Lowe's, or Home Depot, or whatever. Looks like it was put into one of them presses to in a mold. And it probably was. I remember the McNuggets. Oh, it was nasty. You bought into one, it was like some type of white, gooey substance was in it. It was weird. And I always told myself, it's flour. It's got to be flour. No, it's some type of filler, I believe, is what they came up with. But anyway, back to the question of the day. Here's how this is going to work. So that, not just limit it to the people that, that are listening live, although we do appreciate you listening live, but those that are hearing the rebroadcast, uh, best ofs throughout the day. Oh, wait, the well, yeah, the, the best ofs won't be on till tomorrow. And uh, but, but you'll have the full broadcast of today's kitchen table all day long. But uh, to give everyone an ample opportunity to play, there is no reward, there is no prize here, although that would be a good idea. Maybe we'll get a sponsor. Huh? <laughs> Somebody will give us something to give away. But anyway, question of the day. What did 22% of men say was their favorite thing to eat while watching sports? Huh? Okay, again, here's the question of the day. What did 22% of men say was their favorite thing to eat 
while watching sports. All right, so there's the question of the day. If you want to play along, kids, now you can send me an email, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. You put your name on there if you want to be recognized. <laughs> you fill out a form on our website, freightbrokertv.com. And it would be really fun if you called the studio line, 479-668-0213. That's 479-668-0213. And left your answer on our studio voicemail machine. But anyway, that's your question of the day. What did 22% of men say was their favorite thing to eat while watching sports? Okay, that'll give you something to talk about all day. Fuel prices. They shot up this week, four cents a gallon on diesel, two fifty a gallon this week. Gas even went up two cents, two twelve a gallon. Holidays, maybe. For the gasoline anyway. Yep, after uh, Thanksgiving showed everyone that people are gonna travel. <laughs> people are gonna travel and they they're not taking planes. Well, they, they did over the uh, Thanksgiving break, but I was listening to a guy who's got to be in Missouri here in the next couple of days. He's out in uh, toward California area. But he's got business in Missouri. Is he going to fly? Shoot, no. He's going to drive, man. He's going to drive. We used to, when I was a, well, I, I still am when I was, lead consultant at Tatoa. When we still traveled, and we traveled a lot in the day, we flew all over the country uh, doing webinars, workshops, helping people put their brokers together, their brokerages, getting them operational, training their staff. Used to do that a lot. And uh, even used to have workshops in different locations. And I used to drive out to Atlanta all the time. Well, Douglasville. Uh, I think it was a Holiday Inn Express there in Douglasville. may not have been Holiday Inn Express, but it was right next to the highway, the interstate. And used to go out there. Man, I, I used to order Chinese food from this Chinese place that delivered. And that's where I had my first experience with deep-fried honey bananas or whatever they're called. But they were pretty good. Well, you let them sit all night, man. They get hard. <laughs> but anyway... All right, you are at the kitchen table. My name is Michael. I'm your host. This is FBTV Radio. We're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in two minutes. And we're, we're back. We are back. The McRib is back. It's just a special day. <laughs> hey, the question of the day, if you just tuned in, what did 22% of men say was their favorite thing to eat while watching sports? Huh? Know the answer to that, or you want to take a guess, play play the game, be part of the game. Send me an email, call us on our studio line, fill out a contact form, whatever you'd like to do there. All right. Spot, uh, spot markets rates uh, looks like they slowed down for the holiday, but that's to be expected. From DAT, load board activity slowed down last week. Carriers, brokers, and shippers taking time off for Thanksgiving, obviously. But for the freight that did move, prices were at a premium with rates rising on the most high traffic lanes. Matter of fact, where is this? Let me pull this up. Because we got spot rates, and uh, these spot rates have taken a nosedive from last month, at least up to this point. Now, we're only in the second day of December. But uh, realistically, I guess you could say that is to be expected. Now, where is it? There it is. All right. Takes me a minute to get there, but by golly, when I get there, I am there. Oh, there we go. Resources. All right. Now... Spot rates. Uh, currently, vans averaging 232, flatbed 239, reefer 256, obviously per mile. Which is down in all three categories. Spot rates are down right now from November. And it looks like they're down across the board going all the way back to September. 
November, the average 245 for a dry van, 243 for a flatbed, 269 for a refrigerated piece of equipment. But it's kind of norm. It's kind of norm. You're going to see, you're going to see this month, and as a matter of fact, I started seeing it today. There are articles out there where things are slowing down, the economy is slowing down, blah, blah, blah. Yes, there are two reasons to that. One, we are post presidential election. It's got everybody scared right now, and that's to be expected. It happens pretty much every four years. It's uh, fear of the unknown. But the main thing that's going on right now is we are at the end of the year. You know, in just a couple of weeks, it's going to be Christmas. Okay, I say a couple of weeks, but you know, it's not that far away. And Christmas is, uh, let's see, one, two, let's see, Friday's the 4th. One, two, three, yeah, three weeks away. Three weeks. Three weeks from Friday is Christmas. And things are going to be shutting down. We're going to go through that same scenario we did last week with Thanksgiving. Trucks trying to get home. But uh, now shippers are shutting down, and a lot of them are going to stay shut down until after the 1st. Which means... Instead of just a week or eight days, it's going to be seven, eight, nine, maybe ten days. People are going to be shut down. I know Taltoa is shutting down. And, well, you, you put in uh, Christmas Eve. A lot of people are going to be shutting down Christmas Eve or at least shutting down early. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Coming back on the twelfth day. And that's a long time uh, to be away. But... Uh, yeah, you got, you know, inventories are trying to get rid of right now. They, you know, getting getting retooled for, you know, the new year, getting all that put together. Now, a lot of companies are going to be open that week between uh, Christmas and New Year's. But the amount of trucks that are going to be on the road, it's, it's going to be down from normal. And like we were talking about yesterday, it's going to take a, uh, it's going to take a good week or two to be able to get the trucks out there in the country scattered about so things kind of start getting back to some resemblance of normal. Okay, so be prepared for that. DOTs making preparations ahead of COVID-19 vaccine transportation. What's your feelings on this COVID-19 thing? You know, this vaccine. Are you ready for it? Are you going to take it? Are you going to do it? I don't believe I will. I think I've mentioned this in the past. And, uh, you know, the more I was reading up on this today before the uh, before we got started in here. And uh, you have to understand, every, every morning, one of the first things I do is start gathering information. In radio, we call it show prep. I guess the same thing when you're doing... Well, this is radio, but it's also podcast and all that other fun stuff. But, we, you know, you just don't turn on the mic and start recording or broadcasting or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you just fill up a whole hour. Although some people might think I could do that. Realistically, no, not so much. Got to have the, uh, got to do the preparation. But I've been seeing things all over the internet where, first of all, uh, some of these uh, I want to, yeah, doctors or whatever, you know, trying to, you know, like, hey, we need to be telling the public this ain't going to be no cakewalk. There will be side effects, and they need to be prepared for it. People are taking a shot or vaccine, and it's a double dose. It looks like. You know, now, uh, this is just off the top of my head from what I've read. The side effects are going to be headaches, dizziness, soreness, headache, you know, the, all kinds of goofy stuff. And they say it lasts for day to day and a half. Okay, that's short term. And, okay, they say they got to hold on the medium term side effects as well. You know, what to expect. Medium term, short term, medium term, long term. I don't get how they can have medium term. I mean, the vaccine, I mean, coronavirus hasn't been around a year yet. So how could there even be, I get short term, but medium term, I don't know what they're considering medium term to be. 
But long term, they say they have no idea. They have no idea. And I was listening to another uh, broadcast last night. And the guy, I haven't done my research on that part, this part of it, and I will, or should, plan to, but you should too, is that uh, this vaccine is not normal. It's not like they usually have created a vaccine. There's something else at work here. And uh, according to this fellow I watched last night, it, 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 the, the way they're making it, the way it's going to attack, is totally different from the way other vaccines in the past have worked. Now, again, I'm not no medical doctor. I don't, I'm no scientist whatsoever. But if I'm, if, if I'm repeating this person right, and if I understood it right, older vaccines uh, injected us with whatever the whatever the vaccine was trying to vaccinate us against, so we'd be exposed to it, so our body uh, could build uh, up an immune system to that specific type of uh, illness. But the COVID-19 vaccine... Is way different. Way different. And you're going to have to get it twice. Now, short term, I see what they're talking about. Okay, I'll give you short term. Mid, midterm, uh, I don't think we're even close to midterm yet. <laughs> Long term, uh, that, that's going to be five, six, seven years from now. It could be 20 years from now. You know what I mean? Wouldn't that be a hoot? 20 years from now, we find out just how bad this thing is because of all the uh, health issues that people are going to be going through because they rushed. But anyway, I'm not, I'm not trying to encourage anyone not to take the vaccine. Hey, you got to do what you feel. If you feel like that's the thing to do, do it. But if you're on the fence, well, do your research. That's all I can tell you. Do your research. But anyway, U.S. Department of Transportation announced yesterday that it has taken regulatory measures to facilitate the safe and rapid transport of the COVID-19 vaccine. They're calling it Operation Warp Speed. <laughs> uh, and and, and and it's transparent. <laughs> now, no, there's not one time do they say anything in here about transparency, which uh, blows me away. Everything's transparent anymore. That's, that's the government's new favorite word, transparent. As the vaccine develops through Operation Warp Speed, DOT has made preparations to help with its immediate mass shipment. According to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Operation Warp Speed aims to produce and deliver at least 300 million doses of the vaccine. First uh, supply of vaccine should be available before the end of the year. Everything I've been seeing says uh, here by mid-December. As supply increases, CDC anticipates all adults should be able to get vaccinated by 2021. I say they go on to say the department has laid the groundwork for the safe transportation of the COVID-19 vaccine and is proud to support this historic endeavor. Who do you think said that? Sounds like something maybe the transportation secretary might say, Elaine Chow. <laughs> she did. It was her. According to DOT's announcement, federal transportation agencies and Operation Warp Speed officials have spent the past several weeks coordinating with private sector companies that will carry vaccines from manufacturing to distribution. FMCSA emergency declaration offering hours of service relief to truckers has been extended to support the emergency transportation of the vaccine, medical supplies, and equipment related to the prevention of the COVID-19. 
This exemption applies to drivers providing direct emergency assistance. The initial emergency declaration was issued March 13th and has been extended multiple times. So nothing to worry about. It's on the way. So they say. Nothing to worry about, right? All right, you're at the kitchen table. Like I said, we get together every morning. Tomorrow, make note, it's going to be 9 a.m. This 8 a.m. is killing me, man. No. <laughs> That's, we're, we're, it's scheduling. It's scheduling. That's all. It's just moving us to 9 a.m. Uh, our start time would be 9 a.m. So tell your friends. Write it down. Add it. Add it to your calendar. 9 a.m. tomorrow for the kitchen table. We're going to take a two-minute break. We'll be back in two minutes. And what are we going to be talking about? Ah, who's having a birthday today? Hey, if you're having a birthday, let me know. We'll tell you more about that in a minute, too. The old clock on the wall. Hey, how you doing? Welcome back. You are sitting at the kitchen table. Yeah, I know you may think you're someplace else, but no, you're at the kitchen table. My name is Michael. I'm the host of the kitchen table here on FBTV Radio. And the clock on the wall says it's 8.30 Central Time. But, uh, all right, having a birthday. We invite you to let us know if it's your birthday's coming up or maybe a friend, family member, whatever, a loved one. That special someone. Well, if you want to let us know about the birthday, email us, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. You can leave, uh, well, you fill out a form on the website. Call us using our studio line, 479-668-0213. If you're having a birthday, well, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. A lot of birthdays today, but uh, didn't pick too many to talk about. Because a lot of them were, eh, you know. Yeah, they had a birthday, but uh, didn't really tickle my fancy. Randolph Hearst, newspaper guy. He was uh, born on this date back in 1915. Matter of fact, he died... 20 years ago, almost on the same day, he died on the uh, 18th of December. Kathy Lee Crosby. Remember that TV show, That's Incredible? That's incredible. Uh, she was a host of that, or one of the hosts. She's having a birthday today. Happy birthday, born in 1944. Stone Phillips. Stone Phillips. Dateline America. Stone Phillips. Wasn't he the one that... Uh, Busting all the pedophiles. Anyway, he was born this day back in 1954. Britney Spears, man, what a troubled life, and she cannot touch her money still. I, I you know, I don't keep up with Britney Spears press releases or anything, but I, I, I was noticing the other day. Now she had a lot of troubles back years ago. I mean, we all remember the photo of her getting out of the limo. You know, that photo, as if she did it on purpose. But anyway, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and look. But uh, her dad, her mom, somebody took over guardianship or something of her. She's 39 years old today. She was born in this state back in 81, and uh, they still won't cut her loose. If I'm remembering that article I read the other day, won't cut her loose. Aaron Rodgers, he's 37 today. Quarterback for the Packers. That, that's pretty scary. You know, watch Brett Favre go through the Packers, and he re, he left, what, around 40? And now we got another one. I don't watch NFL football anymore. Now, I will admit to this. I go to YouTube, and I watch the, uh, the uh, videos from days gone by, you know, the uh, hardest hits, you know, uh, coolest plays ever, you know, things like that. But as far as watching the games anymore... No, don't do it. Don't do it. It is, uh, it's, uh, I think a lot of people feel this way. Not, you know, I love football. I wish, I wish, I wish it was, I wish you could watch it without some type of political statement being made. 
Roger Goodell's really screwed it up. I mean, there's no answers for Bucks. He, he's just screwed it up. But uh, I love that movie uh, Draft Day with Kevin Costner. Have you seen that? Highly, highly recommend that movie. It's fantastic. Uh, Kevin Costner plays part of a, uh, I guess, GM of a football team, pro team. Cleveland. And it goes through the whole draft day. And it's really, really good movie, interesting, just a great story to it. But anyway, Aaron Rodgers, he was uh, he was involved with Olivia Mum. That's her name, isn't it? A lot of people blame her for the rift between Aaron and his family. They're 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 split up now. But uh, she was uh, oh no oh what that oh well doesn't matter. I was going to say network, but that HBO series Newsroom maybe I I don't remember, but that was a good. Uh, Good three or four season uh, HBO thing there. But anyway, all right. What is today? Well, before we get into what is today, we need to talk about what has happened this day in history. Let's see. Back in 1816, the first savings bank in the U.S. opens at uh, as the Philadelphia Savings Fund Society. And we know what happens from there, here we are. Welcome to 2020. <laughs> are the banks the reason for all of our troubles? Well, not all of them. You remember when they used to give you toasters and neat stuff when you'd open up an account? They don't want to do anything anymore. Let's see here. The first Model A is sold... In 1927, how much? How much do you think that first Model A sold for? $385. Brand new off the showroom floor. In today's world, that's a payment if you're lucky. I remember when I was a kid watching the TV shows and commercials come on for brand new cars. $3,000. Brand new. Brand new. Three thousand dollars get you a piece of junk with two hundred thousand miles on it today. If you're lucky, New York's LaGuardia Airport begins operation with an airliner from Chicago. It landed at twelve o one a.m. That happened back in nineteen thirty nine. The Boeing seven forty seven is seen by the public for the first time. That was back in nineteen sixty nine. You know, back then people don't understand. You know, these things make the today in history reports. You know, they, they make this, you know, when you're talking about today in history, what happened. You know, back in the 60s, airplanes, airlines, man, that was, that was cool. You know, it's part of that space race thing going too. you know, astronauts, spaceships, landing on the moon, all that was coming together. I mean, go back to the 50s, look at some of these 50s cars, the way they're shaped, designed. Uh, they, they, they actually take parts from an airplane to kind of duplicate that design on a car, you know, like the wings or the taillights and things like that, you know, because just that, hmm, it was cool. But I remember back back in those days, uh, I was just a kid, but I remember, man, things came out about new airplanes, you know, 707, 747, ooh, man, we got to see that, you know, it was a big deal. Not today. Not today. The excitement has gone. 1970, EPA is formed, and just like uh, when the first bank opened up in 1860, we know what happens from there. 1982, this was big news too. The first permanent artificial heart, the Jarvik 7, was successfully implanted in Barney Clark. They called it a success because he lived 112 days after the operation. And I'm sure Barney would have said, okay, well, give me 112 days, but I wouldn't call 112 days a success. Now, here's something. 20 years ago, Al Gore was continuing to seek a recount in South Florida while George Bush continued to claim victory. Boy, 
don't see that ever happening again. <laughs> 2001, 2001, Enron, largest bankruptcy in U.S. history, one of the largest anyway, filed for Chapter 11. All those people are were the main players. Can't remember his name, but I think he's gone. Didn't Kenneth Starr play in that somewhere? Wasn't he a prosecutor or something like that? All right. Okay. One more thing here. Then we'll, I guess, some trucking transportation stuff to uh, talk to you about. Today. Today is December 2nd, 2020. And I don't know who makes days and, and says, okay, this is this day. This is that day. I guess for it to get on a calendar, it's got to be something happens at the government level, right, to make it official. But pretty much anybody can create a day, you know, whenever they want to and call it whatever they want to. And they put it on the Internet and voila, there it is. But today is the business of popping corn day. And why not? Popcorn eaters make better lovers, a recent study shows. Popcorn eaters are three times more romantic at the movies than those who don't eat popcorn. And they're three times more likely to cry. So where do you fall in there? Are you a popcorn eater? I am. And yes, I am romantic. I am very romantic. And I cry. <laughs> okay, who didn't cry when they watched Old Yeller? Huh? But now today's business of popping corn day. National Fritters Day. Food day. Uh, National Fritters Day. It's a good time to put down that cinnamon roll and have an apple fritter instead. That's their motto, I guess. And last but not least, it is National Mutt, M-U-T-T Day, a day that encourages us to embrace, save, and celebrate mixed-breed dogs. Desperately longing for a new home, millions of loving and healthy mixed-breed dogs in shelters wait for someone to come and adopt them. And, uh, you know, when I was driving, I, I had a dog I took on the truck with me occasionally. We got in California. I let him out of the truck, and, uh, you know, he'd run around to his business. And one day he stuck his head in some type of grass, and I don't know, he got something in his eye and really gave him issues. We had to go to the vet, get that taken out. But he was with me one day, and I was over on uh, Highway 99, I guess coming south from Fresno, because he used to go to Fresno and pick up vending machines there at Vendo. And... Uh, this girl came up to my truck, jumped up on my step, and man, my dog went after her. It's like, you do not jump on my truck like that. <laughs> yeah, she was a uh, poor girl. She had run out of gas. And she, was, she told me she'd do anything for money so she could get gas. And I said, well, hey. You know, hop in, I'll take you down to truck stop. We'll get you gas can, get some money. And she looked at me like I was a nut. Walked away. <laughs> I don't know why. All right, where are we at here? All right, got some other things to talk to you about. KLLM and Pride Transport. Great news for drivers from uh, those two companies. We're going to be talking about that in a minute and other things. You're at the kitchen table. On FBTV Radio, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, that would be a... Yeah, I agree, 100%. <laughs> hey, welcome back. You're at the kitchen table. My name is Michael. Uh, previously, we get together every morning here at the kitchen table on FBTV Radio starting at 8 a.m. Starting tomorrow, we're... Moving our time slot to 9 a.m. Central Time. You'll obviously be able to hear the uh, broadcast uh, several times throughout the day. And you can listen to it via the FBTV podcast as well. If you're not a subscriber to the FBTV podcast, man, we sure do wish you would. Uh, you can find the FBTV Freight Broker TV podcast on your favorite podcasting app. Also, we'd ask you to follow us on Twitter. You can follow FBTV on Twitter 
at Freight TV. That's our handle, at Freight TV. Matter of fact, you can go to the Freight Broker TV website down at the bottom of the page. You'll see the little Twitter bird. The little Twitter bird. Click on it, and I'll take you to our page. Follow us. We keep you up to date on what's happening. You know, when the live broadcasts are happening, when we're going to be doing a YouTube stream. And we're scheduled to do one today, but uh, kind of screwed up yesterday. We were supposed to do an insider yesterday and didn't uh, have an opportunity to do it. So, who knows? We may kill two birds with one stone today. Or, <laughs> as Ricky used to say, one of the trailer park boys will get two birds stoned at once. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If you're familiar with the Trailer Park Boys, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Granted, they did get a little crude, rude, and socially unacceptable, but overall, I think I think we all know somebody. You know, Julian, we all know a Julian. We have a Julian in our life. We all have a Ricky in our life. Matter of fact, my Ricky is named Ricky, and we all have a Bubbles. You know, at one point in time, we, we had all those, but uh, or we are one, <laughs> as far as that goes. But anyway... If you don't know what I'm talking about, check it out. Look up Trailer Park Boys. They're on Netflix, or they were. Uh, and uh, Mr. Leahy, the actor who played Mr. Leahy, he passed away a couple of years ago, and I think they they quit making the... Uh, I think that was the last season, the season he died he was part of. But anyway. All right. Hey, if you drive for KWLM, if you drive for Pride Transport, well, good news for you. KWLM Transport Services and Pride joined the surge of trucking companies set to raise driver pay. Pride Transport increased driver pay by four cents per mile effective yesterday. So if you drive for Pride Transport and you got no increase in pay as of yesterday, well, time to park the truck and get on the phone. <laughs> no. I'm sure that's going to be a county nightmare for a lot of people. Uh, you know, it just, uh, you know, how do you do it? Okay, if you were under a load November 30th, okay, I, I guess your next load is when it's the four cents per mile increase is going to start. You know, it's going to be something like that. Uh, Clem, KWLM announced the same day uh, that it is rolling out one of the largest driver pay increases in company history over the next uh, few weeks. Pride uh, said they will be increasing their pay by four cents per mile, like I said a moment ago. Drivers can also expect an additional four cents per mile for two years as part of Tried Pride Transport's $10,000 sign on bonus payout. So you get a $10,000 sign on bonus, but the way they do it, they give it to you in mileage pay. Man, two years from now, you're going to be really ticked off. When they take that four cents per mile away from you. Or maybe by then they'll leave it. You know, you've been here two years. Congratulations. You get to keep your four cents. We're just not going to give you anything else. Otherwise, we'd be taken away from you. Joe Biden, he's in the news. Who's <laughs> Joe Biden? Joe Biden's in the news. He's, uh, he's uh, considering... Former Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel. That guy just looks evil, don't he? I mean, first time I saw that guy, man, you, you're looking at the forehead. Okay, I know there's three sixes up there somewhere. <laughs> I mean, he may be a good man, but he just has that uh, look to him. But anyway, Joe Biden's considering Rahm to serve as his transportation secretary. Biden's selection of his nominee to uh, lead the transportation department is not believed to be imminent, and Emmanuel is among multiple candidates in the running for the cabinet position. That is according to people familiar with the matter who spoke on the condition of, shh, don't use my name. To discuss the uh, private deliberations. Yeah, that's what we need. Somebody, another Chicagoan in Washington. 
But anyway, neither here nor there. Let's see. Trucker tax evaders, heavy use tax evaders, going to be targeted with an enforcement blitz thanks to a $400,000 grant. Transportation officials in Kentucky are planning to put federal grant funds to use in catching truckers who failed to pay their heavy vehicle use tax. Last week, Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir announced that the uh, Kentucky Transportation Cabinet and the Kentucky Justice and Public Safety Cabinet were awarded a federal grant in the amount of $395,000 to fund crackdown on truck drivers who haven't paid their heavy vehicle use tax. Authorities say the $250,000 of the grant will go towards funding Kentucky State Police enforcement blitzes at way stations and along secondary roads that truckers might use to avoid way stations. Oh, come on. Truckers don't do that. <laughs> I know I used to. I think we all did. Especially down here on I-40, coming into Arkansas out of Oklahoma. You know, you can get off there. At I-40, go down, what is that, Highway 64, maybe, I forget, down to Alma, take a left, get back on the interstate. But boy, if you ever got caught, and believe me, the uh, DOT, they used to work that road, that stretch of highway. Matter of fact, before they put the uh, I-40 in, and Highway 64 right there, the way stations were there on Highway 64. Back when I was a kid, uh, I'd ride with my uncle sometimes, and we'd go through that way station whole lot different then than they are now. I'll just put it that way. Matter of fact, I've seen one way station like that, like the, the old ones used to be, and I want to say that was around Hot Springs Village, Arkansas, somewhere in that area. may not even be there anymore, but it, it reminded me of the old days back, uh, back when. Just like, uh, you know, a broker office. Broker offices used to be at a truck stop, okay? And uh, they have a line of chairs lined up, your dispatcher or your train contact with that broker, they'd be set up with that broker, everything would be good to go. They'd be, uh, you know, phone calls because there were no fax machines back in the day. So they get everything set up by mail, everything good to go before the driver ever got there. The driver gets there, he signs in, he sits down and waits for the broker to call his name to tell him his load is ready. Now, I, I had the opportunity, and this is back in the mid-90s somewhere in that area, early to mid-90s, uh, there was a truck stop north of Cincinnati that still had that type of broker operation going, and I, I had to go in there and look. And it was like wa walking into history. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Anyway, the rest of the grant money will go towards a study intended to make it easier to determine whether motor carriers have paid their taxes. <laughs> This is just like the government. Okay, here's a $400,000 grant. Okay, we're going to use $250,000 of it to do exactly what we said we were going to do with it. But the other almost half, we're going to do a study. You know what the uh, you know what that means, don't you? Somebody's putting money in their pocket, probably. Anyway, operators of commercial vehicles must pay their fair share for use of our public roads and bridges, according to Governor Bashir. Anything less is unfair to conscientious law-abiding operators and to taxpayers who ultimately pay for our transportation system. Now, I agree with you. You know, it's a part. You know, yeah, everybody should be paying their heavy use tax. But I, but, but I really hate it when they get threatening. You know, when it sounds threatening, like, okay, maybe maybe just because you had a bad year or something wrong, you know it. Who hasn't had a bad year? And the governor come out and kind of bang on your head, you know, because you didn't couldn't afford to pay your heavy vehicle use tax this year. I, I think that's kind of not right. Know what I mean? All right. Here's a business tip of the day. Your kitchen table business tip of the day. And today's an investment tip. If you're invested in mistletoe, if you've invested your hard-earned money in mistletoe, it's time to sell. Get rid of it, dump it, 
<laughs> not going to be a good year for mistletoe. Now, in the did you know department, did you know that one out of ten people only cook at home once a week? If you're a driver, it's probably less than that. On average, refrigerators get cleaned once every 110 days. I know when I was on my truck, I had a refrigerator. It got cleaned a lot more than that, but or a lot more frequently than that. Ladies, I'm not picking on you, but this is according to, uh, from the Did You Know Department, a recent survey reveals that women will go on a diet 16 times in their lifetime. I have so many comments I can make about that, but I won't. 23% of people feel guilty if they don't make their beds on a daily basis. I'm not one of them. <laughs> I'm one of the other uh, 77%. The amount of people taking baths in their homes has decreased by 80% over the past 50 years. Yeah. Now you go back 50 years, I think. Well, you know, 50 years ago, yeah, there were showers in homes, but uh, people still take baths. It's nice to soak in a tub every once in a while, especially your old bones. You know, you get in that hot tub, that that winter code. You know, even when I was a young man on the on the truck, boy, it was still nice to get in a hot tub after being on that truck for a couple of weeks in that miserable code like he gets up north. I mean, it just, ugh, I still remember that stuff. I remember buying Ben & Jerry's ice cream up in Wyoming and, uh, if I'm not able to finish it, put it outside. Just put it outside, you know, on my catwalk. And it would, uh, it would, uh, stay frozen. According to Women's Health, 3% of women say they can't remember their natural hair color. <laughs> okay. I can believe that. You know, I heard that somewhere else, too, uh, just the other day. All right, we are pretty much out of time. Tomorrow, 9 a.m., don't forget the question of the day. What did 22% of men say was their favorite thing to eat while watching sports? Email us. Let me know. Call us. Whatever. Go to the contact page. All right. Hey, go have a good Wednesday. It's the middle of the week, traditionally known as hump day, but I know a lot of people don't like calling it hump day, but oh well, it is what it is. Go have a good Wednesday unless you've made other plans. Talk to you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Tell your friends. See you later.